Alright guys, welcome back to episode 6 of Prime Alchemy's Red Pill Initiation Hour, here with your host, Chris Story. Before we start guys, just want to touch base on a few things as per usual. The first is just to say a massive thank you to everybody that's been supporting me and this podcast for the past 5 episodes. The feedback that I've been getting, it really does mean the world to me guys, and it really does help me create a better show for all the listeners that uh that have given me the time of day and yeah have give, have given me 2 hours of their time to really sit back learn something new and help improve you along the way so big thank you i mean if you can do please leave me some comments leave me a review on i think iTunes seems to be the main one where it really does help the rating of the podcast itself and the exposure it gets but if you can't do iTunes uh drop me a a message on um, YouTube, on the YouTube channel Primal Alchemy. You can DM me or leave me a comment on Instagram, Primal Alchemy UK. And yeah, it just really does mean a lot. And to say a big thank you for everyone that's listening, if you use the code REDPILL, that's the code REDPILL, you're getting an exclusive 10% off anything within your shopping basket that you purchase through primalalchemy.co.uk. So why not use this? especially going into the new year in order to get yourself our flagship product, Vitruvian Protein, which is really the, I really did make it guys to be the third dimension's ultimate source of nutrition. Now I'm think I know what you're thinking. Like, what the fuck are you on about, Chris? Well, I pretty, I formulated it with the highest grade organic high vibrational superfoods that I could find here on the third dimension on planet earth. And to give that to you in one coherent package. Now I know what you just picked up on there. High vibrational. Like, How do you prove that something is high vibrational? Well, something that we've done at Primal Alchemy. Which I don't see no one else doing. But I challenge any, any other companies out there to do so. And step up and see what results it brings. Is we had our Vitruvian protein undergo what's known as Curlian Photography. Now, what Curlian Photography is, is a special form of technology that allows you to photograph a subject and it captures the electromagnetic emission uh, that's being radiated from the from the subject that's under trial. And what it allows you to see is the inherent life force energy, the electron content of the subject. So what we did here at Primal Alchemy is compare our Vitruvian protein with a high street market uh, market alternative. And both were photographed using the same subject, same amount of the, of the powder used. And yeah, you can see a massive difference, guys. You can see you can see that there's much more life force energy within the Vitruvian protein than there is in the high street market alternative. Really interesting to see. We also did a sample of um, taking a, a test subject, uh, doing a handprint so you could see their own Curlian signature, you could see their own life force energy as such. And then 30 minutes after ingesting Vitruvian protein, you could then see their handprint again and the effect that it had on the subtle energetic human field. And it was great. Uh, shows that it, there is something working. It's more, there is a legit um, effect There is a cause and effect to everything. So it was great to see a lot of the stuff that I've been saying with the ingredients I've been using. 
actually have a legitimate effect and be able to prove that to you guys. So check it out. You can check out the results on primealchemy.co.uk under the Vitruvian Protein um, section. So yeah, remember guys, that's the code REDPILL, REDPILL for 10% off. Another thing I want to cover is that it's pretty much Christmas, guys. So wishing everyone a festive season, festive holiday season, Christmas, um, whatever it has to be called nowadays to be politically correct. Uh, Hopefully you enjoy your time off work. Use this time to recover, recuperate, get your head together for the year ahead. And yeah, guys, just really start to plan shit to really be the best you moving into the next year. Everyone always uses uh, the new year for a new year, new me, which lasts for about maybe a fraction of a second before you uh, return to the old lesser self. But let's let's make a change this year, guys. 2019 is going to be big. It's going to be big for Primal Alchemy. It's going to be big in my personal life. But more importantly, it's going to be big for you. This is the year that shit finally aligns for your true higher purpose, for your destiny. So don't waste time. Fuck that. Fuck all the unnecessary unnecessary shit in your life. Do what you have to do in order to become who you were born to be. So why not start off with just this podcast itself? So today's episode was great. I was really looking forward to having this guest on. He's someone that I've been looking up to for a long time. And that's Mr. Troy Casey. So Troy is a certified um, holistic health coach out based in LA and just an overall badass when it comes to just being just switched on with ancient ancestral wisdom and how this form of like essentially ancient technology can really benefit us in our life if we know how to integrate it um, appropriately and effectively in our daily um, in our daily regime. And yeah, me, me and Troy covered a lot of stuff. We were looking at the importance of the breath, how the breath is your life essence, the essence of life and how, how underappreciated it is. It's starting to pick up a lot more. Um, it's starting to pick up a lot, a lot more sort of lean way in the health and fitness industry. People were talking about different forms of breath work, be that Wim Hof, be that uh, more sort of esoteric, holotropic breathing, diaphragmatic, diaphragmatic breathing. Uh, but overall, yeah, just the importance of breath. We look at how in today's world, it really is a revolutionary act to take care of yourself. And where do we start? Where do we start taking care of ourselves on our own personal journey of self-improvement, self-mastery? And it's really about just taking care of things on the micro level. As above, so below. The micro is a direct mirror of the macro of the high of the higher levels of the heavens above. So yeah, taking care of yourself and best ways in which we can take care of ourselves. And that's a few things that we cover. We cover um, Troy's unique uh, approach to urine therapy. So that one's a bit far fetched for most, but I fucking loved it and something that I'm going to be trying out. So yeah, just essentially drinking your own piss. Um, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's. Uh, I'm not gonna. I've been blabbering on for the past seven minutes. I don't want to. Uh, don't want to waste any more time. Just jump into the good stuff, and hopefully you enjoy it, guys. So remember, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, please subscribe and follow me on Instagram. And yeah, hopefully you really enjoy it. 
So let's just get shit underway. So, episode 6 of Prime Alchemy's Red Pill Initiation Hour. Let's get woke as fuck, guys. Let's go. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. As above, so below. What lies without resides within. Time for growth to begin. Mental, physical, and spiritual. We find balance with all three as we focus on totality. The whole, not the half. This is for those on a spiritual path. Looking for the clues to the answers of life But the truth ain't always nice So leave your ego at the door Let your inner lion roar And your spirit soar As we go deep down to the molecular level Tap into the body with some yogic breath Throw in some calisthenics for a true strength test Like the shamans of old We use the nature to heal With a little bit of DMT to reveal This whole life journey is a little surreal And your mind needs a leader Not a follower in life Let your mind be the master And you pay a hefty price This next 60 minutes is about self Mastery, it's not an easy path, and it's a lifelong journey. But we up to empower with this red pill initiation hour. With this red pill initiation hour, brought to you by Prima Okami. The Matrix is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Okay, three, two, one, and we're live. All right, guys, welcome back to Primal Alchemy's Red Pill Initiation Hour, episode six. Today's guest is going to be a blast, guys. You're really going to enjoy this one. It's Mr. Troy Casey. Troy, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great, brother. Glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's an honor, mate, honor. Um, Again, what I normally do at the beginning, I give a little bit of a brief um introduction to uh, the guest that's going to be on this episode, but I want to hear it from your mouth, brother. Like, what's uh, what's the journey been like for you? Just if you could give us a rundown of your uh, pretty much your path to becoming who you are today, and I'm sure it's going to be able to really um, inspire a lot of the listeners. Yeah, I was, uh, I was a, uh, um, yeah, I started out uh, in 1989. I moved to Milan, and uh, I was a Versace model, and uh, I needed to know how to look and feel my best uh, for my career in front of the camera. And I went down to the English bookstore and I bought a book on nutrition. And uh, I instantly realized that, you know, the standard American diet, Captain Crunch and Pop-Tarts wasn't real food. And so uh, I started shopping at the farmer's markets and uh, started eating more plant-based I had a journey with veganism. The literature that I had read was uh, had a big vegan dogma slant to it. And uh, so I tested that out. You know, I got great cleansing results in the beginning. And then, but long term, it wasn't sustainable. I lost too much muscle. I got really, I got skinny fat. Um, and I think I uh, uh, created more digestive issues than I had before. And so, and that's how I really got into it was because I had my own digestion issues and I had a career in front of the camera and um, I would bloat and carry extra water. And, you know, the feedback was instantaneous in that industry. So um, I started studying nutrition. I started practicing uh, whatever I had read and started applying it into my own biology. And then I got into veganism and 
you know, that helped with some things. And then that led me into juicing and fasting, which I still practice today, which I think is one of the key longevity uh, components as far as cutting edge science goes. And so uh, I got into herbs, internal purification, and I was very successful as a model. And uh, that uh, lifestyle, um, there's a lot of drugs and alcohol and partying and, and, and events at night. And I got caught up in the whole party scene, had a big rock star phase of my life and uh, had to clean up because I was switching careers from uh, from model to actor when I moved to Los Angeles. And I knew I couldn't um, uh, start that career, you know, as a party animal. And so uh, I sobered up and I found Vipassana meditation and I sat a 10 day course of silent meditation with S. Angoenka, and uh, that changed my life. Um, and it, I'm looking into the research with neuroplasticity right now, and I realized that I was able to heal some of, some of the traumas uh, that I went through in my own childhood. And, uh, and I continued to practice that pretty religiously. I did 11 courses in silence and uh, uh, practiced pretty religiously for about six years, Concurrently, I started working with Maori indigenous healers from New Zealand and was blown away at their healing technology, uh, how it went after uh, trauma that gets stored in the body. Had my own healing and witnessed uh, many healings, including exorcisms. I saw exorcisms. I saw them do ghost busting on, on homes. Uh, uh, this one house in particular fell out of escrow like six times and they couldn't sell it, and they did some ghost busting on that house, and, and it sold within the next week. And so I realized there was a spiritual component to life. And uh, about five years later, somebody introduced me to an herbal company from the Amazon rainforest. And I had already had a background for about 10 or 15 years studying uh, internal purification, um, uh, herbal cleansing, uh, liver cleanses, uh, colon cleanses, et cetera. And so when I got hip to the herbs from the Amazon, they were the strongest on the planet. And again, they raised my consciousness to a much higher level. I started doing expeditions in the rainforest to research the plants and drinking ayahuasca with the Shipipo shaman. And uh, I had uh, three very powerful visions in 2006. Uh, one was the spirit of my daughter came to me. I wasn't married. I wasn't in a relationship. And uh, that process has been unfolding ever since. My daughter's now eight. And so, and she was the second child born. I Since then, I've brought both my children back to the Amazon on spiritual pilgrimages. And, uh, and then my marriage and subsequent divorce and raising children has really kept me on my spiritual path uh, up to date from here. And so I've applied everything that I've learned and found out what works in my body and what doesn't work, what is, you know, some other person's philosophy or approach may or may not work for me. And so I apply mainly fundamental holistic principles that are good for the goose, good for the gander, good for men, good for women. Human biology requires uh, uh, certain fundamental principles applied daily, uh, sleep, nutrition, hydration, sunlight, nature, grounding, you know, uh, relationships, uh, sleep, thoughts, breathing, you know, all these things apply as fundamental principles. And so I've been applying those 
into my biology and physiology. And then I was, I, I got black mold poisoning from 2010 to 2013. I lived in a house that was contaminated with black mold and we didn't know it. Um, and so I had to rebuild myself from chronic fatigue and autoimmune uh, symptoms that showed up in my body from intramuscular pain and, and, uh, and joint pain that would travel throughout my body. And so, uh, so when I was uh, 50, I, I, I created a campaign called Ripped at 50. I got back in the gym and started building muscles and, and, and reworking my biomechanics. Uh, my posterior chain wasn't firing properly, my glutes my back. And so I rebuilt my biomechanics. And, uh, and then I challenged myself this last year to build more density in my muscles. And so, and if you know anything about, uh, muscle building, it can be a little bit more challenging the older you get. Uh, it can be challenging in one respect, and it also can be a lot easier because of all the technology that I have, especially around stress management, nutrition, and sleep. And so my, my recovery my anabolic phase is at an all-time high. And so I, I think I was able to pull off my goals in a relatively uh, short amount of time at my age. And so, so that's, that's where I'm at. I had, I've had, you know, at least three big awakenings and then, you know, being a father and, and uh, a husband and someone who's in relationship with my ex-wife that is my spiritual path right now, being the best human that I can possibly be. Wow, man. Yeah, quite, uh, quite some story. Uh, just, again, loads of points that we can touch on just from what you're saying. And, but something that I'm really interested in, which you highlighted, and I was like, fuck, no one's really talked about that before. And it's, um, I don't really know too much about it either. But if you've got something to say on it, I'd be real grateful to hear your, uh, hear your words on it. And that's to do when with your experience with um the maori and the the medicine tradition there uh what sort what sort of stuff do they practice over there is it similar to many other sort of indigenous cultures where it's like local herbal based with like some form of sort of elder spiritual spiritualism involved or is is it similar to like the aborigines what what sort of stuff have they got going on over there well their specific methodology is to work uh inside the body with the myofascial uh, um, mm, yeah, okay. connection and um, how that's connected to the emotional body, which is con connected to the spiritual body. And so they go very deep. They read the body intuitively and then they go very deep into the body with their techniques, Miri Miri and Romi Romi, uh, which is using uh, pressure on the uh, nerve centers as well as releasing the fascia and uh, going very deep into the body. The mind stores tension in the body, and then we store that in our tissues. And depending on our nutrition, our tissues can calcify and they can, you know, just look at an older person. They wear their, uh, their emotional body on their face and in their, in their physiology, in their musculature. And so they help to release those patterns physically in the body, which travels into the mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects uh, and they go very deep. It's very uh, cathartic and releasing. And I've also seen, you know, they're 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 known to do exorcisms and and uh, and to release uh, uh, parasitic energetic entities uh, uh, in the body. Uh, the 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 Maori taught me that 
The human being is the most technologically advanced piece of equipment in the whole entire universe. Beings of the dark, they don't recognize free will. And so they just see an energy body. And uh, if you're doing drugs or having uh, unconscious sex or, or you know, drinking in dark bars, etc., you can pick up these negative entities that will just attach themselves for an energetic ride uh, uh, in the human being, you know, energetic field. And so, you know, that sounds all esoteric, but again, I've seen so many miracles uh, working with them throughout the years. And so um, I can only testify to what I've seen and what I've experienced in, inside myself. I made a video about it. You can look it up, Maori Myofascial um, Release, Maori Healers, Troy Casey, that should populate. And uh, I made a video covering their work and the depth of their work. And again, I've been working with them for 20 years. So it's not like I've just had one or two experiences with them. I've had many experiences and I've witnessed, you know, hundreds of healings. Yeah, that sounds super interesting. It sounds very in within the same sort of paradigm as almost like bioenergetic, uh, bioenergetic practice, same sort of thing where it's like treating psychosomatic um, uh, symptoms or or effects on the body. Uh, very interesting. I love what you're saying as well about the uh, about the dark, the dark um, entities, the dark forces that just see the, the light body, and that's what they attach to. They attach for that uh, for that recharge of um, recharge their sort of etheric batteries as such. Uh, yeah, I love that, man. I just again, it's I'm always interested when it comes to indigenous medicines because it's they didn't learn that from a state funded or i should say a privately funded uh medical degree like they learned that f- directly from oral tradition and that oral oral tradition could date could predate thousands and thousands tens of thousands of years so you're getting it you're getting information direct from the elders it's the it's the elder wisdom of what i like to believe as the last golden golden age civilization that was here on earth before uh before the sinking of atlantis before the younger dryas meteorite impact before the big shift happened and we began our descent so any any form of indigenous wisdom is like gold for me and yeah it was good that you've um i love that you've got the the background on that maori uh tradition because it's one of those that's very much under the radar everyone's focusing on um mesoamerican sort of uh ancestral wisdom and no one's really talking about aboriginally or aboriginal sorry or the maori or even um yeah just just the the islands around australasia itself it's um mostly goes unnoted so yeah love that man that was good i'm gonna do a little bit more research into that uh just another thing that you that you um that you dropped some uh info on that i found interesting and i'd be i'd like to know what what's your sort of product what protocols were you um uh, integrated into your sort of day when you're doing this like internal purifications in terms of like parasite cleanses, colon cleanses, were you doing like enemas or like anything around those lines? I mean, I pretty much, I think I've, I've done the majority of everything I can get my hands on from mm-hmm. coffee enemas to a, I got into aged urine enemas as well. And that's, been very helpful for Ooh. extracting parasites out of my out of my body and uh and what does that involve man obviously it's in the so, name 
but you you take you take your urine and you pee into a, a big mason jar and you fill that up and you continue to pour the top off of it and you let it age and ferment and it turns into a some kind of ammonia um like really hardcore um uh, fermented urine wow. and uh, <laughs> it has it has amino acids antibodies um Basically, it's got the medicine for you to uh, reconfigurate your own uh, uh, issues inside your body. So it's a direct uh, biofeedback loop. I've been drinking my own urine for over 15 years, the, the first middle pee in the morning to get a kind of a hair of the dog or a, a, a direct biofeedback loop of what's going on inside my body. And it allows my body to um, recalculate and, and, uh, and optimize. And so, um, you know, I did enough research on to where in, intuitively, uh, it was something that I wanted to do and I've been doing it and, um, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty hip to it. Like every morning it's like, sometimes I'm lazy. I don't want to pee in the cup and drink it, but, uh, something drives me to do it. And, uh, and so I'm intuitively guided to it and, uh, I feel that, uh, it is, it's one of the most powerful medicines that I do. And uh, somebody taught me how to do, to age it and to use it topically and also internally with, uh, with enemas. And so I don't do it all the time, but I did uh, a couple of years ago when I was healing from the black mold exposure, I did a fast on urine mm-hmm. and uh, that's when I got into the aged urine enemas and uh, it definitely improved my digestion and uh, cleared up some lifelong adult constipation that I had. Uh, that and breath work really helped me and, and, and talus stomach massage. And so, uh, yeah, you know, I know, I know that uh, urine therapy is uh, quite esoteric and it grosses a lot of people out, but I've done my research and again, I've practiced it for many years and I find that it is extremely applicable, at least for myself. And uh, it's been extremely healing uh, for myself. And the thing, you know, the point that I want to make, you know, we were talking about indigenous wisdom, indigenous wisdom, you know, ultimately, we have to remember before hospitals, before uh, consumerism and stores and, and medical supplies, you know, people lived out in the wild and there were no stores, there were no hospitals, there were no doctors. And so they had to make do with what they had in their local environment. And so herbal medicine is as old as man. All the you know, plant materials, our relationship with plants, we've made clothing, housing, food, and medicines, uh, as well as textiles uh, f- from plant materials. And so our relationship with plants uh, goes back to the beginning of time. In fact, they've already gone through their evolution. And so uh, the, the evolution of plants came into flowers. And so, and some say that the human being is evolving right now. Um, um, and so I think it was in Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth. And so uh, the birds uh, evolved from the dinosaurs and the rocks evolved into crystals and the plants evolved, evolved into flowers. And the human being is now going through this metamorphosis process. And I, and I see that that's where it, where we are right now and we're headed for a quantum leap in human consciousness and the indigenous wisdom 
is one of the things that, that comes along with it, uh, this paradigm shift in all the commercialism in the industrial age goes away. It's antiquated. It's not sustainable. And so uh, I think it's spiritually, it's bring us, it's brought us to a certain level of awareness, especially our uh, uh, ecological demise. And so we are being called to evolve on a very uh, high level right now to optimize the systems um, that are functional for all human beings on this planet. So indigenous wisdom just recognizes our, our, symbiotic relationship with nature, with each other. Uh, and it's probably a good idea to respect the environment, respect the home that you live in, uh, because that's what gives us our sustenance. And so really just consciousness around building systems that uh, are uh, symbiotic, uh, similar to what biomimicry talks about, uh, where life creates conditions conducive for life. And so microorganisms take uh, uh, things from the environment, the local environment that's available for us, and it uh, makes tools and techniques uh, that are conducive for life uh, to expand for many generations to come. It's not about just raping and pillaging the natural resources, burning it down and, and, and getting all the money out that we can. And then, you know, only a handful of years later or a century later, you know, our whole life on Earth is threatened. So all this advancement is now calling for uh, a higher level of order, higher level of, of understanding and consciousness that's being birthed right now. And indigenous wisdom, in my opinion, uh, is technology uh, uh, at the cornerstone to take us to the next level. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. And for me, um, where my research has led me and my sort of intuition on this is that this sort of ancestral wisdom is it's it's uh it's almost eternal in nature in that it's been with like you said it's been with mankind since for, since the dawn of man in that when we are living by its laws and we're in sort of when we're like synchronized with it that's when we experience the golden age because that, that's when we're in we're in touch with natural law and universal law. And because of that, we're connected to the source. And then as we go through the processional ages, we and we move further away from that galactic center, that photonic band where we're, get, where we're getting that light, we're getting the information, we begin to lose touch with the ancestral wisdom. And then it's more so a job about preserving that in any way that we can. And then we then reach another part of processional cycle where it begins to resurface and more and more people begin to live by it, which then begins our ascent. And that's how I really believe that how, how, it, how it literally runs on, on earth. The history of the human race is like you would know yourself. It's, it's a cycle and we go through ages of um, conscious evolution and then conscious de-evolution. And, um, yeah, I think it's so, I think it's so important that you're doing what you're doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. There's plenty of other people that are pushing it out there as well of getting this message back out there to the people in terms of breaking down what this ancestral wisdom is, having like worked with it, having like really studied it and literally apply it to your own life, not just not just learn from a book or a YouTube video. And I feel like 
yeah, it's our it's our destiny to bring this wisdom back to the people, which in turn is gonna it's gonna help accelerate our next sort of uh, evolutionary step in the con- in the consciousness of the human species as a whole. Um, well, I think I think we're seeing this with the internet right now. You know, you you can travel all around the world. You can look at the Aboriginal healers. You can see my video on the Maori. You can see my video with the Shipipo. Uh, I've made other uh, other videos um, working with North American Indians as well up, up here doing sweat lodges and stuff. And and so um, this wisdom is now available. Uh, all over the internet. There's indigenous leaders, there's ancient yogis, there's ancient Taoists that have studied this lineage that you can now witness all over the internet. And as with everything, the like dualistic nature of the universe, when there's going to be greater forces of light at play, there's also going to be its equal presented in the shadow, the shadow self, or the dark forces that be. If, if, uh, if you could use that term. So what would you say is our greatest challenges going ahead? Like what's we just to make people aware that this isn't just going to be like a fairy tale ride where things are going to go completely our way. Like the, we're in a, in essence, a spiritual war at this moment in time that not many people are aware of. Like who, like who do you turn to personally? And you're like, right, this is the opposition. And this is, these are the, points that we need to act on in order to remove that opposition well ultimately everything's an inside job mm-hmm. gandhi said become the change you wish to see in the world so if you recognize that there's challenges out in the world it's best that you get clear on how you can navigate as a man or as a woman as a human being how you can navigate these external uh threats And so uh, the systems are threatening uh, life on earth for everyone. And so, but people don't need to pay attention to the macro. If they just paid attention to themselves, if they just paid attention to their health, you know, being healthy is a revolutionary act today. And so, um, you know, 70% of the American people are obese or overweight. And the Americans, we, we export culture, we export ideologies. We export trends. Um, you know, New York and, and LA and London, these, these are where uh, trends are set. And so health and wellness and beauty, which goes hand in hand with, with health and wellness, um, you know, all roads are leading towards organic food and holistic health right now if you want to be healthy long term. Plastic surgery and hormone replacement therapy uh, is very short lived especially because if you look at anyone that has plastic surgery, everyone can tell whether it's a boob job, face job, a lip job, etc. Yet these things are, you know, the holy grail of, you know, looking health, beautiful or healthy. And, and it's a bit of a misnomer because there are side effects anytime you use exogenous materials that aren't natural uh, and or cut something else out of the body. And so, um, you know, if people want to be healthy, if people want to change the world, just change themselves, become healthy themselves. 70% of the American people are obese or overweight. 33% have diabetes. The food supply has been compromised. You have to source organic food. Your body exercise is not a luxury. It's a necessity. It's what pumps our inter- interstitial fluid. 
And so we've got to get back to nature and the natural uh, rhythms of life. And human beings are meant to breathe, drink clean water, eat clean food, get sunlight, uh, connect with others. Uh, uh, There needs to be, we're all connected. So the tribal structure builds systems so that, you know, everyone can get water, food and shelter. Those are the needs of the human beings. Uh, Everything else is a want. So all this material want that people want, that, that people desire, it's all manufactured. People, those desires are manufactured through television and media programming. So we're evolving out of this. Most people know that the material world is uh, uh, spiritually empty, spiritually uh, inept. And so uh, they're searching for other things. And you don't have to search too hard. Just look at yourself in the mirror. Take your clothes off. Get honest with yourself. Uh, get naked in front of the mirror. Who are you and who do you want to be? And if you're not the person that you want to, uh, to be, then find someone else on the internet that you can emulate. Someone else that's practicing and living what you want to uh, become and and start moving in that direction, whether they have you know programs or coaching uh, uh, et cetera. And, 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 you know, there's so much information on the internet, you know, figure out who's really got what you want and then follow some of their principles and see if you can apply them into your own physiology, biology, and psychology. And so, uh, and there's some fundamental elements, you know, meditation, Qigong, yoga, yoga is misunderstood right now because the West has turned yoga into an aerobics class Mm -hmm. and, and the asanas are only one of the eightfold path. And so, uh, uh, you know, in some of the highest level yogis like Yogi Bhajan who brought Kundalini to the West, uh, you know, he said his guru is, uh, is ice, you know, cold bath, what Wim Hof is doing, you know, breath work, and the cold, the cold is going to get you into the present moment. You want to, you want to meet God and get spiritual. You know, you want to meet your, your, your inner life and who and what you are. You know, jump into an ice bath. You'll figure it out real quick. So, uh, so we're just evolving to our next level. And the entry point, the jump off point, don't worry about anything external. Uh, only become the change that you wish to see in the world. Start moving in the direction of the dream that you want to be, whether that's body composition or whether that's a certain uh, number for the weight that you want to uh, uh, weigh, you know, get a clear mental picture. Nothing's more powerful than a made up mind and mo- start moving in the direction to your, towards your own holistic health, which is mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual bodies. Yeah, totally. Like on that vibe, Troy, completely and it's what you're saying about how important it is for the the person to take independent responsibility for their own awakening for saving themselves like that is as i i literally say this every time it's that's the that's the one of the main ancient messages passed down is that there is no savior coming to save you you are the savior you are the hero you are the hero of your own journey and that's one of the main things that one of the sort of teachings that's been trying to pass that's passed down to us but due to our lack of initial right like a rite of passage our initiation into life like real spiritual life we 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 lack the we lack the confidence we lack the 
the knowingness of how to navigate being being an adult or have it or like taking responsibility for your own for your own path and it's um again like you said it all relates back to just getting the foundations foundations laid which is going to be clean organic food so obviously we've got these fuckers monsanto and that criminal syndicate that's making it extra hard for people to even get the basic understanding of nutrition because they have their slimy tentacles in everything. So it's hard with all the misinformation and disinformation out there for people. Then you need to be looking at, yeah, get in your sunlight. But then again, we get told by the uh, World Health Organization that the sunlight gives you cancer. And it's like, what are you fucking talking about, guys? Like, why is no one calling... Well, people are calling them out on this, but... There's there's loads of people that, especially in Eng- like England, it's a little bit different in the states, uh, especially in California, because you guys are like sunbathing, like sunbathed all the time. Whereas in the UK, we don't get much sun, so our um our outlook on the sun's a little bit differently. But in general, I mean, they tell you that unless you've got sunscreen on, you're gonna get sun cancer. The sun sunlight's bad for you. And we've been we've been fed false information and lies about the true nature of the sun and the effect it has on us physically, mentally and spiritually. And then you were talking about clean water. Fuck, man. Where to even start there? We drink dead, stagnant water, heavily contaminated, have loads of um, dissolved particles in it. Heavy water, fluoridated, uh, chlorine, fluoridated all this shit that's in there and it's not structured it hasn't got an ionic charge it's not alive it's got it's imprinted with bad memories um all of that that has that begins to affect us on these subtle energetic levels and on more obvious levels is becoming pretty apparent and like you said with relationships the way that again it's a bit of double-edged sword that the internet can be so, and technology can be so good for us in terms of opening our eyes to things. But at the same time, we also close ourselves off to real community, real, um, real, tr- real tribe. Like we've lo- we've lost that sense of identity as a collective whole, almost. Even though we're more connected than ever in a weird as in a weird aspect, weird way. And uh, yeah, it's. It's interesting because all, all all the basics that we need, all the essentials for health, it's it's we look at it through in an inverted perceptional lens. Like everything's been switched upside down, and what's good, what's really good for us, they they've well, yeah, the you know who they are. They they've poisoned, they've poisoned our look, our viewpoint on it, and they've poisoned the source itself. So it's up for us to uh, really get the message out there and for us individually as well to not stand for that shit and the best way to not stand for that shit is to not is to not put our money again it does come down to money is to not invest in their shit support local companies local go to farmer markets that that do their best to have the best soil to be able to to grow the best organic biodynamic food practicing permaculture uh go find your own water source go like findaspring.co.uk i think there might be a findaspring.com as well get get yourself some real water go outside get in the sun don't be afraid of it it's it's what we need practice sun gazing do something to connect you get grounded get get that ionic exchange 
from the earth into your body. And, uh, yeah, man, just so, so much that needs to be covered. And I love that you brought up about you want to see God, you do you jump into an ice bath and it's like, you're going to find him there. And I love that. And I always see your videos of when you're doing your, like your Kundalini uh, meditation with your breath of fire. And yeah, if you want my man, could you go into a little bit more detail on the breath of fire? Cause I practice it myself and I, I think it's very beneficial. And I know that you'd be able to give a good breakdown about the breath of fire and the effects it has on the vagal nerve and just everything in general to do with like the parasympathetic nervous system, all that sort of shit. Yeah. So breath is life. Um, if we, if we have no oxygen in three to five minutes, we're dead. If we have no water in seven to 14 days, you're dead. If you have no food in 40 to 50 days, you're dead. And so these are, these are the human needs. You know, everything else is a want. And our autonomic nervous system or the God presence inside of us, the thing that beats our heart and breathes us, can actually be activated by our humanness through breath work in ice baths. And so Wim Hof has all the research and about 27 world records uh, on this. They, he's, he's eaten uh, and his students have all eaten poison and, uh, and healed themselves while they're hooked up to scientific uh, EKGs and other devices. And so the research is already in. We can activate our own healing process uh, with inside of ourselves, utilizing breath work. You know, the, the Kundalini yogis uh, have brought a lot of that technology to the forefront. Uh, Wim Hof uh, studied the Yoga Sutras himself. Uh, he knows yoga to the point where he can write Sanskrit um, back in the 80s. So, you know, he's not just some wild man that's just doing this for the internet right now. He's been doing it for years, and he basically simplified it down to breath and ice. And those two things will teach you. And so uh, activating your autonomic nervous system turns on your immune system. Uh, and, and then you can have control and get into a parasympathetic nervous system response, which is feed and breed, rest and digest, as opposed to fight or flight. And most people are dealing with chronic elevated cortisol levels, chronic stress. And stress kills dreams, causes inflammation, and creates disease. And so, and we're balancing two forces always. So you got yin and yang. And so if, 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 if you're not sleeping enough, get more sleep. If you're sleeping too much, get less sleep. If you're eating uh, too much of the wrong foods, eat uh, more of the right foods. Uh, if you're not getting enough uh, adequate uh, high quality hydration, uh, then flip that coin over. If you're getting too much, flip that coin over. And so really understand your own symbiotic relationship and uh, what uh, uh, you can do for yourself to assist your body in reaching homeostasis. And so breath works at the cornerstone of that. We need breath for life. And so getting your diaphragm, pelvic floor, and transverse abdominis, that whole mechanism, your, your, your breathing mechanism to start breathing properly. We have panic receptors in our neck. A lot of people are mouth breathers, breathers. And this creates uh, bad cellular respiration, which is another thing that can help create disease. And so flip that yin-yang coin over. Open up the diaphragm. Get your body retrained so that you're breathing in stressful situations from the, uh, uh, from the diaphragm. 
So you're not in your panic receptors. And so breath of fire basically is like a forced panic attack. And so you take your body through that. You do some breath retention. And so this reprograms the nervous system. It reprograms the, the, the autonomic nervous system. So you can be in a more parasympathetic state more often so your body can repair itself uh, and, and be more relaxed to digest food and, and to connect with others. If you're spinning out psychologically or you're, you're having so much anxiety and depression, you're not very useful to the other people in your life and or you can be an actual detriment to the tribal structure in your life. And so you want to come correct with yourself. And one of the best ways to heal yourself is through breath work. Now, there's many ways to skin a cat. You can do breath of fire, which is in through the nose and out through the nose uh, quickly. Uh, or you can do very deep belly breaths in through the mouth uh, and out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth. There's different techniques and postures that you can do. What I recommend is people just do 90 conscious breaths first thing in the morning, do sets of uh, uh, 30 repetitions. So do 30 uh, deep breaths and then hold the the breath in and uh, and then do another uh uh, two cycles of that. So 90 conscious breaths. I don't like to put too much nomenclature around it because then people get hung up on technique. Just give yourself permission to breathe and really open up your breathing apparatus and you will learn. And then from there, after you do your breath work first thing in the morning, jump in a cold shower. Uh, you can start your breath work when you're laying down uh, in the bed. And so just give yourself permission, poetic license to just breathe and to start getting into it. You don't need to be hung up on um, technique and in the, in, in the way it's going to roll out. Just get consistent. Just say, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to teach myself how to breathe properly and just do it. That's my advice. And if you need some more help, go on the Wim Hof app. They've got an app that will help you out as well. There's breathing videos on YouTube. I've got many breathing videos on YouTube. Open up the diaphragm, you know, connect your, your, your breathing to yourself. Look in front of the mirror naked and start breathing there. Do you have sore spots in your neck? Do you have digestion issues? Just breathe, breathe into that. Jump in a cold shower and then come out and get in front of the mirror and start breathing into that. Breathe when you're in the cold shower. Uh, you know, see where you're holding your breath pattern when it gets really cold. And so the cold will teach you. And so really just open up the body uh, in any way that you can with uh, breath work and retention. That's my humble opinion. Just do it. So when you've been, um, obviously you've been practicing sort of like Kundalini yoga, Kundalini meditation with these sort of breathing techniques for a while now, have you ever had any sort of like mystical experience induced from or altered states of consciousness induced from these practices? Yeah, to, to clarify, I've never, you know, I've taken, I've sat in a couple of Kundalini classes. I don't study Kundalini. I know the essence of it. I, I hung out with enough yogis to, to glean information and, and understand it. Uh, I don't let, like to get caught up in too many ideologies because not far from there is uh, dogma uh, or belief systems and you have to do things a certain way. Look, we live in the modern world. It's extremely stressful. People, uh, you know, have to go to work and they have financial concerns. And so people don't have a ton of time to learn all this stuff fundamentally. 
And so what I try and do is give people fundamental principles that they can start implementing and practicing uh, immediately. So there's not a lot of uh, lag time and or they, they, they don't practice something and think it's going to be too difficult and then they give up. And so uh, I forget what, what your question was, but, but I just wanted to clarify that, that, you know, I'm all self-taught and I usually take what's useful, discard the rest and make it my own. Yeah, the um the the question was just if you've ever induced any state of like altered state of consciousness from doing this, from doing the breathing, from being in submerged in like um doing cold thermogenesis. Have you have you had any yeah, have you had any sort of like supernatural experiences at all? Yeah, what what cold does or jungle medicine or shamanic medicine, you know, these are very powerful tools, cold baths. So it's going to work with your, your mental. And when you're in the ice, man, there's not too many thoughts that you can hold on to. You got to get in the present moment and get really real with yourself and actually calm yourself down. It's a, you actually, it, you don't do as much heavy breathing when you're in the ice bath. You actually go into a more deeper connection um, and, and, and connect with your whole electrical field everything that's in the ice and it's it's economy of energy and so you don't have a bunch of time to waste on you know financial concerns relationship concerns you know what you're going to do next because you're in the moment you're dealing with the present moment reality and really the present moment reality is all we have the past is gone and it doesn't really exist in the present present reality and uh, the future hasn't happened. These are all illusions. The only thing that we really have is the present moment. And the ice uh, helps you get into that, which is a mystical experience within itself. And then with the breath work and with the ice, especially when you get out, you just get very clear on, you know, your human apparatus and your consciousness. And so uh, your body gets very streamlined. Your thoughts get very streamlined. And so that within itself is a mystical experience. That is a meditative state. Uh, with the breath work, especially with the Bastrika and some of the uh, retention tech, uh, techniques, just basically holding your breath after you do a series of deep breaths, uh, that can actually release the DMT up into your brain and you can, you can feel lightheaded, you can pass out, uh, and that has, you know, the DMT is in every cell in the body. It's in our pineal gland. And you can activate the DMT and have a mystical experience. You know, if you're going to do that, I recommend, you know, doing it on your knees, doing the Bastrika. I made a video on it. Doing it on your knees. So if you pass out, you know, you're on the bed or you're on the grass uh, and you can, you can just fall on the ground. And so uh, the potential for passing out uh, is, is there. And so, uh, but when you do certain breath techniques and you hold the, the, the locks inside the body, our diaphragm has a lock, we've got a lock in our throat and we have the Bulabanda lock, which is uh, in between the genitals and the anus. And so when you lock those, I like to lock them and then try and practice the Nali, which is the internal uh, uh, automatic uh, internal massage of the organs. Uh, I do the physical external massage and get my hands in there. Uh, and so when you're doing retention like that and 
uh, doing the, the Bulabanda locks, uh, that can also release the DMT. And so, um, and you get high as it is just from re- releasing endorphins from, 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 from doing the breath work. Um, so to me, it's all a mystical experience. Yeah, those um, the, so those locks that you were talking about, it's um, it's essentially the same as like you're kind of like tensing or pulling up your perineum, correct? Is that what you're on about? Where it's yeah, yeah. so you're like you're pulling up that sort of like, yeah, it's hard to explain what it is. It's like that, uh, almost like tensing your ass, but internally. And then what you what essentially what you're beginning to do, it's like you're activating that what's known as like the cranial sacrum pump, and you're starting to pull that sort of energy from the breath up the spine and that's where you get that electrical charge and that electrical charge is what hits the uh or i should say is what sort of combines with the cerebral spinal fluid that's being pumped through the spine and then that's what creates the the charge which interacts with the pineal gland and then you get that dmt uh release which puts you into those states and it's really interesting how again like obviously you're saying that um Wim Hof had been reading Sanskrit and he learned how to read it and then obviously interpreted it for his own will. But the, just going back to the foundation, the actual point at hand is that these cultures have known about this shit for a long time. Like those Vedic texts, they date back 5,000 years BC. And that's only the text. Most of that text would have been what was able to be recorded um, in in writing that before that it would have all been oral so you don't really know how long that these sort of tech techniques go back in time and it's it's so interesting when you uh when you delve into this and and just yeah just learn the history of it and how how powerful it can really be and uh another thing that i've seen you doing which again is well it's something that i've not seen before but I've seen that it's starting to trend and I'd love to know like your explanation on it, on what it's about. Cause I'm guessing it is some form of like movement meditation is the uh, Zen swing. Yeah. So the Zen swing is a hybrid of uh, a Tai Chi warm up and Tai Chi, Qigong, uh, martial arts have been around for 5,000 years. The Taoists, you know, they perfected it. That was their medicine to keep the body and the mind sharp and clean and clear and energetic. Uh, into their old age. And so, you know, we didn't have walkers and wheelchairs back in the day. And so you want to be able to live until the day you die. You don't want to be a burden on the tribe. You don't want to be a burden on the family. And so this is just ancient healing technology. And so medical Qigong is a real thing. So I've hybrided a handful of moves that are fundamental, that move all the joints in the body, that uh, move the cerebral spinal fluid and the synovial fluid. So it keeps the the tissues lubricated. It also moves the fascia, the ligaments, and the connective tissue, uh, as well as uh, activating the nervous system through coordinated movements. And so very gentle, simple movements that anyone can do. Uh, It's going to harmonize the biological oscillators, the mind, the heart, and the gut. So it's going to keep you really in tune uh, and harmonized. And so you can be much more effective, clear, uh, your digestion can work better. Your mind can work better. Your breathing can work better. Uh, some of the techniques I have to repattern the breath, we were talking about breath work earlier, but my stork walk will actually repattern the nervous system and retrain the body to breathe efficiently uh, while you're rested or you're stressed out. 
And so, uh, you know, movements, raising the arms over above the head, uh, bringing one leg up so you're off balance and you have to balance with your stabilizers from the bottom of your feet. And so when you practice this type of, of, of exercise on a regular and constant basis, it gives you all the things that you need to have longevity, to be functionally fit uh, into your old age. Just look at the, the, the Qigong masters in their you know, 70s, 80s, and 90s. They're all over YouTube and they got full uh, expression of their uh, biology and physiology into their old age. Yeah, and what you're saying is pretty much bang on board. I know that you're going to notice anyway because you're a registered Czech practitioner. But uh, just what Paul Czech talks about when he talks about the importance of working in, working out, and you've got the the yin and the yang. So you got the yin, which is that that feminine um, energy. It's the it's the anabolic. It's the working in. It's what brings energy into the body. And then you've got the working out, which is obviously the catabolic, which is the energy leaving the body. And then it's the it's fine. It's balancing your life with um, practices that allow you to express both of those um, sort of fundamental forces in um yeah in balance in your life and yeah what 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 sort of other um things apart from what you mentioned would you would you say would be good for like working in walking is the number one exercise that i promote and i've promoted for many years if you look at my original official certified health not exercise video uh it is simply walking and so that's the way the human body is uh, designed to move through time and space. So if Qigong or, or uh, 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 Tai Chi is too esoteric for you to understand, just get into a walking program. Get out there and walk for 5, 20 minutes a day. When you get up to, you know, when you're consistent for a month of that, then you can expand into either walking longer, walking barefoot, uh, uh, barefoot on the beach, Etc., and get your walking and movement program dialed in. So it's going to serve two purposes. Exercise is a necessity, not a luxury. Uh, it's what pumps your, your lymph fluid. So getting into a de-stressing, most people are overtraining. Most people are facing burnout. Thinking is catabolic, and most people are worried about the money supply uh, and the financial concerns because they've the, the systems that we're living in um, are, are we're, we're living in a usury debt slave banking system, a central banking system that was set up a long time ago, and they keep uh, injecting paper into that, uh, into the Federal Reserve here in the United States, and everything's based on the dollar, which is the petrodollar, which is based on the military industrial complex. And most people are completely unaware of this, but they're driven to make money throughout the day uh, for their family to put food on the table, etc. And so you know, really recognizing that there's all these external stressors and the one way to do that, to de-stress the body and also move, you know, get your exercise uh, uh, in every day is simply walking or doing gentle Tai Chi or doing some kind of gentle yoga, laying on the floor and moving your tissues and making sure you don't have as many kinks in your neck and your back and your hips and your lower back or you know, things aren't working properly, get them working properly, crawl around on the ground, figure it out for yourself, or get in a cold bath and, and you know, unwind after or do some 
breath work and some retention and stretch into the tight spots in your body while you're holding your breath. You know, figure it out. Get into your body. Um, start taking cold showers. Uh, start rinsing off with cold water, putting your extremities in and, you know, getting real with yourself, getting naked in front of the of the mirror, finding out where you're sore, why I can't move my neck or why my back hurts. Start moving your hips back and forth, side to side. Start start figuring it out, lifting your leg up, lifting it up uh, differently, doing ankle circles, you know, doing simple, basic, simple, simple movements that is going to get your tissues and your body and your physiology functioning properly so that you can handle the external stressors. And there's at least eight that I've located uh, that affect us daily, and many of them are unseen, including electromagnetic radiation, electromagnetic frequencies, uh, as well as uh, chemical toxicity from industrial waste. And so we're breathing all that stuff in. And so it's very important to understand your nutrition. I work with a nutritional program. Uh, It's available in the UK as well. Uh, We've got very high-quality organic superfood nutrients. Superfood just means nutrient-dense, and that nutrition naturally detoxifies the body. The food that you eat should do two things, uh, cleanse and nourish, and you should always be working to balance those two. So cleanse, nourish, and balance at the cellular level, and that helps give you longevity for long-term and clear out some of this metabolic waste and uh, industrial waste that we have in our tissues. I couldn't agree more with you, man. And it's, uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying about the balance of that cleansing and nourishing. And that's, um, do you, do you supplement much with like any form of like adaptogenic herbs? Yeah, I use a lot of herbs and, uh, I've got a background in, in herbology and, and, uh, I worked in the Amazon with the most powerful adaptogens in the world. So, yeah, one of my favorite adaptogens is a white American ginseng, which is very yin. Most of the ginsengs out there and the adaptogens are very yang, meaning they heat up the body. I already run hot. I have a lot of yang energy as it is, a lot of masculine energy. And so having yin in my life is 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 like soul food. So I take white American ginseng. Uh, and that's very cooling and energizing to the body at the same time. And so I think uh, uh, herbal technology is, you know, that's at the cornerstone of my nutrition. I say that uh, uh, herbal nutrition is, uh, the analogy is uh, herbal nutrition or herbs are to nutrition what acupuncture is to massage. It's very strategic. Mm-hmm. Uh, very unique phytochemistry that's not in the basic commercial macronutrients. And so you're going to get terpenes and uh, phytochemicals and and, uh, uh, other alkaloids that aren't in your lettuce, broccoli, kale, and, you know, cabbages and stuff like that. And so I like herbal nutrition. And so you only need a little bit to give you a, a, a lot of energy. Would you, um, what, what are you geared towards more? Are you, do you gravitate towards using uh, whole herbs or would you do like a hot water extract or like a full spectrum sort of dual um, extraction herb in like a tincture form? Like what, what sort of stuff would you, what would you go for? Uh, I personally, I do it all. I do whatever I can yeah. get my hands on. So 
raw materials, some of the plant cellulose, you know, there's two ways to activate herbs, either in aqueous solution with hot water, uh, but then it's not preserved, or with alcohol, which extracts it and preserves it at the same time. So uh, um, most herbal formulas are, you know, you can get them in, in, in an alcohol base or you can get them dried. Some herbs, some of the leaves can be metabolized a lot easier than roots and barks. Some of the roots need to be made into a tea or an alcohol extraction. And so, uh, you know, start experimenting with herbs. These are our medicines. Hippocrates said, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. And so, uh, so start, you know, start experimenting with them. Get a good source. Make sure it's an organic or wild crafted source. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm working a lot with pine pollen now because it uh, it helps with testosterone, and so I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm working on developing my own product, and so um, because I've had great uh, uh, experience with it, you're you're getting big tree energy, uh, you're getting the fruit and the nutrition from the big tree energy, you're getting primal energy because it lives out in the forest. So when you take these types of plant materials into the body, they give you exactly the technology that they've evolved with millions of years of ecological development. And so you get that nutrition, that technology, that frequency and vibration into your own bloodstream. Yeah, I'm totally on your level as well, man. Like I've been taking pine pollen now for a while. For for a long time, I've been mixing it in with my own products that we make here at Primal Alchemy. But what I've done now is I'm just starting to make um like the alcohol extractions of it. So I've got like a few pots, a few mason jars uh, now just making my own sort of tinctures with pine pollen because I want to see the more of the like the androgenic effect which the alcohol um really start really starts to potentiate so yeah i'm looking forward to that i got like another week to to let it sort of extract yet to last it out and then um yeah i'm definitely going to uh i'm looking forward to seeing the effects on that because just having it as just like an edible food source is you can feel the difference it's such it's one of those things to be honest with you don't know many people's talking about pine pollen there's a few brands that make it and that sell it like what wild harvested obviously but it's not as big as I thought it would be within the health sort of or the holistic health industry. I don't know if it's a little bit different in the U S because you guys might have a substantial, um, a, a much more, uh, bigger sort of desire for it. But here in the UK anyway, it's like, it's pretty much unknown. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just to, just to, um, sum things up, Troy, cause I know that you said that you, uh, you were, sort of limited on time for this talk. Uh, if you, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta wrap it up right now. Um, I just want to let people know if they want high quality nutrition in the UK, they can go to my website and use my, uh, gift card promo code. I have a $50 gift card for everyone. Uh, the website is, uh, my And my gift card code is Troy Casey. And so, uh, we've got, my business partner's been making high quality organic superfood and herbal nutrition for years. He, he was left the legacy of Dr. Bernard Jensen and Ann Wigmore, who was the uh, mother of wheatgrass and started the Hippocrates Institute. And so he's been manufacturing products for over 25 years. We guarantee super high quality um, and we guarantee everything 100% money back guarantee. And so Check it out. Our male formula, our super life formula has velvet deer antler, which is excellent adaptogen as well. Um, we've got 
quite a few adaptogenic herbal products as well as our greens and our superfood are world renowned. Cool, and we have, we have a 10 day anabolic juice cleanse as well. Sure. Make, uh, make sure to check that out guys. And, uh, just before we, uh, Cool, just want to quit then, Troy. Uh, where can where can everybody find more from you if they've liked what they've heard? Like, where where can we find more of the certified health nut? I'm putting most of my updated content on uh, Instagram right now, and I have a YouTube channel, Certified Health Nut uh, YouTube channel, uh, Facebook as well. But mainly, I'm pretty active on Instagram right now, and I put a lot of content about my workouts, uh, my nutrition, and uh, stress management. Uh, on my youtube channel all right science so that was it guys uh so at certified health nut on instagram uh thanks again troy for coming on it's great i wish we had a little bit more time but maybe we can get you on some uh some other time and really uh delve deep again there's plenty of fields and uh topics i would want to cover as well so plenty more for uh for us to go down the rabbit hole with next time so as for now guys i hope you enjoyed listening to this uh this is episode six of the Prime Alchemy Red Pill Initiation Hour. Again, thanks for listening. Troy, thanks for coming on, buddy. And let's call this one a show. All right. Peace. Much love. Much love, Chris. Mm. Thanks so much.